0: Hello and welcome to Optipod, the optimistic podcast. I'm your host, Toby McElroy, and I hope that you're having a wonderful day. And if you're not, I hope it gets wonderful very soon. And before we get started in this episode, I want to thank all of you who have contributed stories to this podcast and all of you who've joined in and listened to these podcasts. I really appreciate you being here for us. It's a very positive thing our facebook page just got 100 likes this morning that was a very fun thing very positive thing to wake up to and our twitter just keeps growing and growing it gets uh, shared around and I, I really positive about that it's so awesome that you guys are out there helping make this happen it keeps me going so if you would please if you enjoy this share it with somebody tell somebody about it post it on twitter or facebook Instagram, whatever it is you're using. We don't have an Instagram uh, (laughs) just yet, but we should probably get one. That would be a positive thing, wouldn't it? (laughs) So some house cleaning, I guess. Uh, Typically the format for this is I play two stories sent in by contributors, you guys, and then I read a message that's been sent to me to kind of close out the episode so three stories two of them you get to listen to from other people and one you get to listen to from me but i haven't been getting that many audio stories recorded stories from you guys which i could always use more so if you have one send it to me it doesn't have to be life-changing it could just be hey i saw a kid help another kid i saw somebody pull something off the top shelf and i was you know whatever (laughs) it can be anything anything that you think would bring a smile to somebody's face brighten up a day so I haven't been getting the story, so I'm I'm going to change the format just a little bit. I'm going to start off with the, the one story that I've been sitting on for a little while uh, from a, a contributor, Tim. You've heard from him before. And uh, I'll read uh, a couple of stories from that have been texted to me through the Facebook page or email. And then uh, I think what I'll do is I'll find an uplifting story to read to you guys. It's not necessarily a personal one, but it's just kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, that is really nice to hear about. A little faith in humanity. Before we, uh, before any further ado, let's get on with Tim's story.
1: Hey Toby, I have a story for you about how something negative in your life, uh, life-threatening in the case of my brother, has for me a very positive, warm memory that I'll have for a lifetime. And this occurred when my brother was about two and a half years old and I was about seven years old. And uh, he became sick with pneumonia, and he was in the hospital with, like, double pneumonia. I mean, he was in really bad shape for almost a month and fighting for his life. And uh, I had to go stay with my grandparents so I could stay in school and my parents could uh, spend their time at the hospital. My grandfather seemed like he was old as Methuselah at the time. Now I look at him, and he's about my age now. But anyway, uh, I was with them, and he gave me a kite, and I went out in the field, and I was trying to get this kite to fly, and I was having no luck whatsoever. And lo and behold, here he comes out, and he shows me how to fly that kite. And to this day, I will always regard with the warmest memory seeing him at 66 years old running down that field with that kite trying to get it to fly. And by golly, he did it. And uh, my brother, he came through fine. And out of that whole ordeal, I had that cherished memory of seeing my grandfather fly a kite. How about that?
0: Thanks for sharing that, Tim. What a wonderful memory. And I'm glad your brothers came out of that all right. Grandparents, huh? Some of my fondest memories growing up were of my grandparents. And I could share some of those stories with you guys later, but thanks for that, Tim. I i don't know what your grandfather looked like, but I have a picture in my head of my grandfather trying to get a uh, a kite in the air for little old me. <laughs> now this, this story comes from a new uh, follower on Facebook and uh, now contributor Misty uh, from I believe Oklahoma It says, today was just not my day, but it was a day I was blessed with. One thing after another kept derailing me, but as I passed Buckaloo Church this evening on my way home from picking up Miss C, I saw a big and mighty bird take flight from amidst the trees across the road and sail the 25 or so yards into my yard near the cedar trees. I remembered Andy telling me how he saw our wild turkey do this a few days ago. As I pull in, I see her pecking her way to the front porch for cat food. I'm so thankful I got to see her really fly home. It means so much in a thousand different ways, y'all, that I was just able to witness her flying that far to just get home. Turkey is half wild, and the mom has been coming to their house for the last seven years and brought babies last year. Eventually, something caught all of them, but the mama and the baby raised up with the chickens. So I guess uh, however many babies there were, they they, uh, just didn't make it, which is sad. But she got to see this surviving baby fly home so that's a very positive thing and she sent a picture of the turkey and it's uh, not like the turkeys i had it's kind of white and black which (laughs) funny enough i saw a wild turkey the other day it was in the road it may not have been wild but i saw a turkey it was blocking traffic for a minute on a back road around my house that's a very positive thing to share i want to thank you misty for sharing that and for the final segment i'm going to read a news story that i found on reddit under the the subreddit Uplifting news. Uh, the title of it is Under Police Protection, Kyoto Ducklings Reach Their New Home. as uh, Kyoto, Japan. And I'm going to butcher these names. I'm going to try not to, but uh, hopefully I get them right. Anyway, 11 police officers here stopped traffic to get their ducklings in a row. In what has become an annual event, ducks hatched at a pond at Yo-hiji, Yohoji Temple in Kyoto's Sakyo Ward waddled on a perilous journey to their new home in the Kamogawa Kamogawa River about 700 meters away on May 21st. The nine ducklings started their walk around 6.45 a.m., but about 100 meters from the pond, the parents flew away, leaving their offspring in an alley in a residential area. Ducklings quacked and tried to return to the pond. However, Hiroko Sumitomo, 74, who lives nearby, had been taking care of the birds, guided them to the river by luring them with lettuce, their favorite food. The 11 officers from the Kawabata police station halted cars to protect the ducklings as they walked through a pedestrian crossing. The scene drew a crowd of onlookers who gave a cheer after the ducklings completed their 90 minute walk and swam in the river. Wow, that's a really nice story. Uh, uh, Stories about animals uh, being helped out or helping out is always a, a fun thing. So hopefully that brings a little bit of smile to your mind. You're picturing ducks being guided to little ducklings guided to a a pond, a new home, a new life. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Optipod, the optimistic podcast. Thank you for... Joining me today and listening, and I hope I brought a little bit of positivity your way, a little smile, a smirk. Just to brighten your day. If you've liked what you've heard, please share it with somebody. We're always looking to bring a little joy some somewhere, somehow, some way. A little positivity. So thank you for joining me again. If you have a story that you'd like to contribute, you can call and leave a message at 512. 387 4674. Or if you want to record it on your cell phone, you can email it to us at Optipod Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. And find us on Facebook, Twitter, like us, share us, help us grow. I'd love to be able to do this, this show multiple times a week. All right. Thanks again. And I'll see you next time. And until then, stay positive.